Welcome to the Marketeers Podcast, your go-to source for insights, inspiration, and innovative strategies in the world of marketing. Join us as we delve into the latest trends and strategies through in-depth interviews with top professionals. Whether you're a marketer, entrepreneur, or simply interested in learning more about the industry, our show has something for you. So sit back, relax, and let's get started. Hey folks, welcome to the Marketeers. Today it's all about SEO, search engine optimization. Our friend Padmaja Baskaroni, who is a marketing manager and an SEO specialist, is here to teach us everything about building a website, generating leads from it, and also how to stay on top of the chat. Let's go. So that's why we call it a content, content spiciness and link juiciness. <laughs> hey, I I don't have any space on my mobile. So we used to make a column and then <laughs> we used to write, the, what are all the, here is not here. My first ever gift with digital marketing career is... Oh, many people don't know this actually. First of all, hello and welcome to the show. How are you? Paul got the ship. How are you? I'm good. So I believe your journey in the marketing has been, you know, started since way back. And I would ask, I would want to ask you, what was your first job in marketing and how did it go? And is there any something that you've learned and which you have stuck through for your entire career in the initial days? Yeah. So um, actually my background was in biotech computer science. Like all the graduates, I was also started searching for something in coding. But somehow I have received an offer from Remo Software, uh, which is a company to data recovery products. And there I've started as a SEO analyst. Uh, the day when I joined as a SEO analyst, I have no clue what digital marketing is, what SEO is, anything. Uh, literally, I was a zero that time. And uh, it was a great pleasure having some seniors um, uh, who helped me. And they, they have provided some training sessions on that for a week when I joined and like they have hired a bunch of folks so they have provided some time uh, so when in the early stage uh, I thought SEO is something which we do off page and on page or however we optimize it a little bad but um, the, in the way back and um, they asked me to start working on content I have no clue uh, for this kind of role whether content is required I I I was very bad in writing content and um, I, I felt very difficult to overcome through those challenges and they, it, it goes to three level proofreading to my manager sometimes and to my teammates. So uh, that was a difficult part in my first job, first ever job. Um, yeah, I think uh, even now I'm struggling with content because content is something, um, it will get uh, changed the way you write whenever you join in a new company. It's not something you have expertise writing that and you can uh, go through it when you join a new company. So I still face some difficulties with content sometimes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. There is content. And uh, as you mentioned, SEO is uh, still a tough uh, thing to crack for many people. And like for our audience, can you explain generally what is SEO and how it's done? Okay. See, uh, the whole point is uh, the way the uh, intern look at SEO is something different from the way uh, leadership folk or experienced folks look at it. So uh, what uh, intern think is, okay, if I do five bookmarking submissions, if I do just two guest posting, yes, I'll get traffic and I'll just uh, uh, maybe I'll, my goal set will reach. Uh, so it is not something that SEO is always a slow poison. Uh, it is not something you need to relax when you see an immediate results. So sometimes also, it is also something if you do SEO today, it may impact in your career in the next year. You may receive bundle of leads in the next year also for the same SEO that it that you did last year. So it is always unpredictable with SEO that uh, you should never say, hey, I did SEO and I'm pretty sure this quarter I'll reach my goal. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry to ask this, but even taking a step you know, uh, back, like, can you explain like what is this procedure of uh, you know SEO, like how it's done? And a simple word, I'll put it this way. Uh, SEO is nothing but optimization. One, you do it on the website. The other thing, you will do it outside of uh, the website for your business. So put it in simple, for the website and off the website. Yeah. 
so this is something what i feel is um yeah this is more to do a lot with content for sure because you if you don't have a fresh content updating on website then you can't do a proper seo on time and there are plenty of updates from google right every time there is algorithm update yes we will have to run we hide some of the search engine land or neil patel websites and see hey what's happening there <laughs> what uh, hey, do we need to improve so it's always a learning curve i i should say with digital marketing you can never say hey i know this and um, i i not learn it. i'll i can rely on this it is not something like that every day you will have to start your own mind that um, like you need to something learn new today so it is of course like that seo all time so like why you could, i think i believe so uh, if my understanding is right right now seo is about you know understanding the market and trends and implementing it to your website and your sites so where does this understanding come from where do you look, where do you source this what is trending what is not trending what to use uh, and also how do you impl- imply this to your website what's that process like so there are a lot of things that are involved with seo one uh, even before you start with the optimization there are a lot of things that you need to do the primary objective is a competitor research um so we will also check uh, who are our competitors based on the business that you have and uh, the second very first thing is where are we standing up in front of our competitors which rank we are in let's say we have 10 competitors out of which where we are standing uh then again from after measuring all those after analyzing all those we will create a bunch of keywords based on the business or based on the generic strategy that uh market has so that's how it actually starts once we have these kind of things ready then only the actual seo work will start so but see there is website going on and but with a rapid rush of you know social media video content uh how can seo and you know websites differ themselves and how you know how how can we build them effectively so that they're not affected by this uh video platforms instagram and other social media platforms okay so what i from my experience uh even i does video marketing i'm youtuber as well in on site and um what uh, my understanding with the video things and all even if you watch the videos on social media let's say how if you have seen some video on facebook or instagram anywhere so you will not blindly go and purchase you will still research you will go back to google and you will see whether these people are a gen uh, so if your website is not ranking uh, only rely on the media you you can't generate a uh, quality leads so in this way uh, there is a potential to stand apart from that it's not something can be comparable with any of the other digital marketing activities i would say the best example i give maybe you are seeing a pretty much shopping e-commerce shopping happening on instagram facebook and all people are blindly watching that on instagram and they are going and purchasing but the product is not coming to home our <laughs> people resources please do they have a website um how long they are being in the market so if you do that you will uh, lose your money right uh yeah so that that is the best example i would say So like tell me what's the importance of having a website for a business right now at these times Okay so what i would say is it completely depends on what type of business it is uh for a for a fashion industry or something nowadays instagram pages are um thriving up and uh, uh as a best example i do have my sister's instagram page and uh, she has 25k followers to her page and we also get uh lakhs of rupees in a month through orders but the whole point is now we are also running behind website because people are coming back and saying hey how can we trust you because yeah because we are not appearing anywhere other than instagram how can we trust you can you provide a cod but no it is again a shop policy and we can't provide a cod right uh, so in, in those kind of cases yes my sister came back to me saying hey akka you just right can you help me with that most i'm my customers because i don't have a website <laughs> true yeah so a website is also like an essential these days uh, no matter how people are saying like you know there's you know so many instagrams are there and other uh, social media platforms are there but it's just like a reliable source for that so this might be completely uh, i don't know if it's in your thing but uh if i am a business and i want to build a business uh website where sh- where should i start from like what is the first step that i should take 
Okay, so the point is there are uh, two different things I would compare here. Um, I mean, people without website and have only social media pages. Um, you, I mean, it is always hard to get um, searched in terms of hashtags because one hashtag is being used by lakhs of people or millions of people, these things. So I would say not only website, I would say social media is a site, website plus SEO is priority. So even if you have a website um, and then you're not get uh, you're not coming under search engine results, it doesn't make any sense, right? Uh, so that where uh, one aspect I see it as important. Where do people start for the website is something. Uh, the very first thing is they have to be clear on what is getting on the website even before they. And uh, second thing is many people. Yes, they get so confused. There are plenty of postings uh, available online. And uh, yeah, some some people may come and uh, offer you, hey, why can't you go to Bluehost and purchase a cloud? Uh, I can build a website for you. But what people are not looking at is they might be a affiliate. They are trying to sell plenty of sites. I would say an example, Vaporhost, uh, which is US Chir Chirag Agarwal. Uh, when he started his journey with posting, um, he gave us the offer like 300 per month or 300 per year, I'm sorry, not month. So when he gave it and we thought, uh, because the hosting always been thousands or maybe sometimes it's also goes to 50,000, uh, depends on the products that you be. So I thought uh, if there is some, I mean, there might be something missing, that is why he's giving it a very cheaper rate. But no, that's that's not like that. People are mostly running behind branding and uh, because of, they are doing more branding, they are spending lots of money and they are trying to take it from us. So what my suggestion is, uh, research for in an early stage of a website, don't spend too much. N not on the hosting sites that cost you a bomb. Maybe some uh, some of the sites like uh, DigitalOcean. There are some sites, I, I'm not really sure the names, who... I should say, take it below 1000 only, no, don't spend above 1000. So take it below 1000 rupees and buy it in 99 rupees till the time you get some contents. So one, okay, um, I want a brand name, I want to trademark it, I want to have uh, copyrights, everything. Then I would say move, move to some uh, trusted, uh, trusted site or maybe. Uh, Vaporhost have some missing features, but uh, if you want that, I mean, in the future, maybe you can move to upgraded versions or something. So in the early days, I always prefer just start with WordPress. Uh, it's very easy. Um, even for a student uh, who is pushing his intermediate or even 10th class, I've seen people uh, just starting on the blogs using blogspot.in, wordpress.com. There are plenty. Even I started back in 2011 on blogspot.in. I started writing then. And yes, as I told you, my first job, um, they my blogs and they directed directly given me an offer. It was not, there, there was no interview, nothing happened. So it, it's all, you need to put your words on your website and uh, it has to be visible. So that is why I want you to experiment first without spending so much then uh upgrade up uh, the version or anything what would you you know like to suggest and uh, you know a sort of give a tips that you know usually people do like you know what if i have to reframe it this way what suggest what suggestions and tips would you like to give to the people who are building websites initially and what are the sort of mistakes that they should avoid you know you've generally seen people doing these kind of mistakes and you should be like these are the mistakes that you should not do while building a website yeah, so while building a website, uh, I'm calling it a theme-based website, it's not a coding related because coding is something, again, you need to hire a developer, you need to get it done. And every time you have something, you need to depend on him or her uh, to do any edit. So I would say uh, start with a CMS who can, uh, what can offer you a drag and drop functionality so that you will not rely on someone. Um, that's that's the thing I'm looking at because I've also faced some situations wherein I need to wait for a web developer to create a module for me. Um, and I don't want that to happen to anyone, right? Uh, with WordPress, you have plugins, you can always play with it. Earlier with WordPress, people thought that um, the website is getting slow because of uh, adding multiple plugins. But now with the Cache plugin, everything, there there are some options where you can fasten the website speed, everything. So you does not need to worry about it. 
so that is one thing and the other thing that uh, i would say is don't spend too much on themes uh, people go to websites like theme forest or something they spend uh, dollars and dollars of money to just to buy themes but isn't themes like maybe there i don't know from their perspective themes are what you know attracts people or the colors and everything maybe they think that these are the things that attract people okay so there are two things right in the early stages even when i built my own website web, not website i would call it a websites i used to have four to five websites on my own uh with a unlimited cloud uh with it and uh, that time there are some facebook groups where you have to start interacting with in a early stage uh there is a group called hellbound bloggers on facebook uh they have helped me like anything you know even today if i get across any doubts uh they are always there for me to help they immediately ping you on facebook and say hey why can't you try these steps that step and all even with themes or plugins uh some people also offer you for free okay yeah all about you need to start networking and then you will definitely get some help you don't need to spend so much on anything that's what i would recently you know with ai being introduced like chat gpt and google has introduced its own ai so what impact it might have on the search engine and how seo will you know what's the future of seo looking like with ai being in the picture okay so i know people are pretty much uh the one need chat gpt uh, it's very trending um, where actually even i myself tried it for few days uh see when yeah Uh, i don't it's okay okay it will not um, help you with seo for sure i'll tell you why um, when you are writing the content on your own uh, you know what business you are writing for what outcome you are expecting from that content and you also know what keywords that you have to be used when you just blindly go ahead and give it to a chat gpt chat gpt is asking which company that you are writing for and all right it is just blindly uh, spinning your content and giving it to you so for uh, maybe for a company without writers and if there is no option for uh, with writing skills then i would say just go ahead but not for a long term at all not not even for seo just maybe uh, maybe for some users uh so for social media posting a generic post uh, in that cases it will if you want to write any emails or something but it will not work out when you want to talk about a brand or if you want to write content based on the outcomes that you you have defined as goals so that will not definitely work out not only there are plenty spinning of spinning tools quill board everything but no i would say no <laughs> with google's ai coming into picture how will that affect the you know search engines capacity you know and will there be any changes that you even seo optimists have to sorry seo people have to you know adapt to for the future okay so if google ai is coming up i mean i haven't watched the features that uh, they are offering yet but if if it improves upon um maybe a comparative analysis of content because google is where we are we are always striving to get our searches on right um so if if there is a improvement in case of for comparative analysis of branding everything then maybe yes we could so right uh, you may you mentioned about content creation and uh, how you still you know coping up with the content creation but even uh, in the marketing industry generally we deal with a lot of creative aspects and everything how would you you know keep this uh creative perspective fresh sort of not lose the touch of creative self at least the creative judgment you know to to know what is good and what is not good as a marketer how do you know like keep your perspective fresh in those terms okay so um there are two things even here um i would say as a digital marketing manager if you ask me to write uh, any content on digital marketing topics I'll I'll just start write, uh, sitting and writing it. That's not a big deal for me. But if you come and ask me, hey, go and research on this topic and start writing, and you have a deadline. That's when the actual pressure comes on your head, and it always starts with researching. Uh, even if you know the topic, even if you doesn't know the topic, um, you need to research on it from multiple perspectives, right? One from a competitor perspective, one from a business standpoint, the other from a writing standpoint as a writer 
So if you consider all these things, uh, yes, uh, then you will be able to at least write the content. But anyways, even if you write and uh, even if it's a first draft or second draft for you, you will definitely have some mistakes. Uh, the very first recommendation I would give you is once you finish writing content, go back and proofread it by yourself before sending it to someone for, for proofreading. So that's when you will know, hey, this might be reading wrong and uh, you should be able to uh, maybe rephrase it or something. So that's when you, you will understand your mistakes first, even before someone will point that out. So that's a very uh, important uh, recommendation that I can give. And uh, in, in the second stage, you need to analyze what others have highlighted it for. Let's say if I send it to my manager and she says, hey, these are not... Uh, fine can you try adding some more things so those are the analysis you always need to note down so that you can improve upon it in the next time so the feedbacks are very important when it comes to content writing so that's what i feel what is the what is the importance of continuous uh, you know sort of learning in this field because there's always evolving there's there's industry is always evolving the trends are always changing so what's the importance of you know constantly keeping yourself updated like i told writing content for every company is a way different. Oh, if you change company tomorrow, then you need to align to their business standards. Sometimes if you are working for a US firm, uh, then you need to uh, you need to utilize their way of language, right? You you can't just write in Indian English. It has to be US English. So if you are working for UK, it has to be British English. And uh, they, the business goals for them is different from the business goals that you work for, uh, uh, that you worked in an earlier form. So it's always different. And um, with content, you you have to keep in mind up to date always. It is not something. Uh, yes, I know it. I can do that. It it never be like that. As a marketer yourself, who's been in the industry like for so many years, like what are you what do you think are the few essential skills that a marketer or anybody who's coming to the industry should possess? and should have it uh, learned even before they enter the industry. What do you think are those skills that one should learn? Very first, writing, which I'm still coping up. Yes. <laughs> and the second uh, is, of course, managing the people under you. Uh, so this is something, I mean, it is not a marketing aspect, but for any time that you are working with a team of people, uh, it is very difficult task for you to handle people when you are, especially when you are sitting in a manager role, uh, because uh, you you can't be rude to them saying, "Hey, this is your deadline. You need to give it to me by this time." So you can never be rude, uh, and you have to be sweet and you have to get the job done. So I mean, uh, that's that is where uh, even I I need to have uh, improvement on. I I would say <laughs> people management. <laughs> People management is uh, most important and communication skills, uh, I think I feel uh, they are like really important. When you get efficient with content writing, of course, without communication skills, you you will not even sit and write. <laughs> you will not start doing that, I would say. Yes, yes, that's, that's, uh, that's actually true. But uh, see, then uh, there is like, as I spoke, uh, spoke about the trends, you know, like, you know, there is trends and there's constantly changing environment in business. What are few you know emerging trends that have impressed you, and you are like, okay, this is going to be the next big thing. Has there been something that you are you've been looking forward to in future? Yes. So um, marketing is not only about SEO, right? Um, it is something that you need to generate marketing qualified leads from any source, not only from SEO, not only from social. So I would say in the recent years, uh, the marketing automation tools like the Salesforce, HubSpot, Zoho, they are actually doing a very good job in uh, maybe I would say saving uh, marketers time for sure. Uh, because with a company with 1000 contacts database, it's very um, fine for you to start working on manually. But with companies like 50,000 to 1 lakh uh, contact databases, it is very hard to go and check which contacts you need to send uh, the campaigns to everything, right? So uh, in those cases, I would say uh, from a marketing automation standpoint, the trends are really good. Uh, and I'm also hoping there are a lot of lot and lot of features are coming up in the same tools or maybe I would love to see if there are any other tools that, that are coming in the same line. 
And even with SEO tools, there is a lot of improvement with SEMrush and Ahrefs. Can, can you take us through the these SEO tools, like the tools that are you know used generally uh, for such efficiency? See, uh, I would say with SEO, go with the free tools by Google itself. The uh, Google Analytics we have, Google Tag Manager we have, Google Search Console we have. They are real best if you use it in an efficient way. Even with Google Analytics, uh, if you start properly using the goals that they have, uh, just start creating the goals and start tracking them. I think um, paid tools are not um, pretty much important if you start using these uh, these effectively. But if you still want to do use paid tools, maybe that's for a competitor research because Google are not offering any competitor research for free. So. In part, I suggest yes, ACMrush and Ahrefs for competitive analysis. Um, in that, um, every maybe I would say go go and check every week on your website's health score, what issues you have been, where you had a fall in the last week or last month. So those are the details I would say. Uh, go ahead and use them. But as an early stage, just uh, start with the analytics and search console. So, in terms of you know, like while generating these keywords, I think we we also sort of use key uh, tools there also, right? In in sort of to know what is trending. It's a part of Ahrefs as well. Are there any tools for generating effective uh, keywords in SEO? Okay, so I would. Uh, it's a hack. <laughs> if you want, you can use it. There is the extension. Uh, even I use it primarily. Uh, that's the keywords everywhere on Chrome. Uh, if you open a website or if you open a video, anything on the right hand side, it will show all the list of keywords that they have used on their site. Uh, so, uh, yeah, they, they can easily see what competitor keywords are, what they what did they use on their website uh, or on their page, everything, even on their videos, everything. So that's a uh, good good extension that I would say, and even I use. Many of the marketers use it, but. A um, lot of uh, people who are beginners, they know, they doesn't know all these hacks. Uh, they normally rely on some keyword planner. Even from Google, they have Google AdWords. They have a keyword planner. Now it's Google Ads. Yeah. So I also rely sometimes. Do you think it's important uh, for you know people you know having websites and you know SEO where they optimize it? So do you think it's important to understand the algorithm, study the algorithm? There's like a lot of people say like you have to understand the algorithm and there's a lot of stuff about it. Oh, what do you think? It's, is it? Earlier with Penguin, um, let's say if your website has plenty of spam links, uh, your website IP will get banned or maybe website will also not be crawled in the search engine. Um, and uh, even with, to have a fresh quality website, um, content is mandatory for any website. Those are the kind of updates who it wasn't always right. You can't just simply copy and paste some other's content on your website. So I really like the updates rolling up, but sometimes I, I feel sick of them, uh, especially when, okay, I, the website searches will get dropped on in next a few weeks because a new update will be rolling up. People post like that, but I don't see it if you always follow if you always generate um, natural links, if you always rely on quality content, you doesn't have to worry about updates at all. That's what I feel. So, how do you think uh, <laughs> SEO is most important in terms of you know campaigns and brand loyalty programs and all those things that they are done? What role SEO plays in that? So, okay, with campaigns, um, there will be some email campaigns. There will also be some ad campaigns that are rolling up. Um, so again, I would say SEO also has to be in sync with the campaigns that you planned for in a quarter or something. Let's say if you are, maybe if you want to get some students for digital marketing course and you are running a campaign, so you also need to optimize your website in such a way that it also opt for SEO. Uh, it cannot be campaign alone, a campaign alone thing, right? So uh, it, it always has to be in sync with uh, multiple factors. How does SEO will help in building a brand in that in that case in a larger picture? Okay, as I told, uh, it will it is not an instant result for sure with SEO, but brand name can be an instant result, but not um, your services or products, whatever you are promoting for. Um, so I would say 
how apps are beneficial so i would say 10 out of 10 for website um, and app uh, maybe future not now for now i would rank uh, maybe 5 to 6 um i'll tell you why um websites are something um it is everywhere you can open them everywhere you doesn't have to rely on your mobile if it is installed or not yeah it's very handy i would say and it's very flexible for anyone to read and open um with apps uh, it's always today we are in a concern that hey i i don't have any space on my mobile <laughs> and i i also thought by very big one you know um even literally i'm not even downloading whatsapp images for sure uh, so we are in this age where we have come to know i'll space my um, i'll save my space in the mobile and also sometimes it is not uh, flexible Uh, maybe your mobile gets tied up or that uh, the battery is dead to rely on your husband mobile or wife mobile uh, so you can't install the app everywhere just because you want to see that right uh, so i see that it's uh, not flexible at all is it fine uh, like you know when you're uh, coming back to the designing uh, topic so when you're designing a website like what are the few essential things that one has to keep in mind like you know this has to be there maybe sort of you know links contacts few pictures about us there are like few factors which one has to uh, definitely put there in order to generate leads what are those factors if you may if i may ask uh, so i would say clear picture of the business definition uh, maybe about us or something uh, then i would say your leadership team sometimes you also want to know what level of uh, team that you are handling in your company and um uh, apart from that from a design standpoint it has to be flexible and it has to be uh something user can be navigated from one page to other like we have global menus today uh from menu you can go to any page and you can come back anytime like that and uh from a de- design standpoint we need to highlight the client testimonials in the home page itself and we need to represent some of the brands that we are working with especially if they are giant clients uh so those of representation has to be there and i would say they it doesn't have to move to contact form and then write their uh, thing i would say home page is something where you get a lot of traffic to than any other pages on any website you see uh, in my last eight years that is what i have observed so in home page if we have a stand alone form on the page itself that should work i would feel like uh, we have i mean there are websites like that right on the banner page on the right side they say requested demo uh, if you want what do you have to say about this constant popping ups when somebody visits their website like this constant pop ups oh, yeah i i feel they should not they shouldn't be i mean uh, literally when i open website if there are pop i literally close the website i will not even bother why why did i even land there so i literally close it and come back pop up shouldn't be there maybe a pop up like a chat box on the right hand side uh, bottom corner that should work but not on the screen a big screen if you are getting a pop up uh, half of the screen that that is really irritating factor when uh, what do you have to say about this uh, minimalistic designs these days there are there and like few websites are completely minimalistic i don't even you know, see them using pictures anymore they're just words for example uh, minim- when i say minimalistic the first example comes to me is minimalist the brand and if you go and check few few of these brands website that they they go for this extremely minimalistic uh, design do you think they're uh, effective as effective as these uh, you know uh, other websites where they constantly boom, you know put a lot of pictures and which is very colorful so which one you think is more beneficial for the business okay not even lot more images that will again comes into a seo factor like website speed uh, will get slower but um, the content shouldn't be boring it's um, the visitor shouldn't feel like there is a lot of content but without uh, representation they might feel overwhelmed by a lot of things like this no one will bother to read entire 2000 words that you are writing for sure they'll only make control and find search for the important keywords what they want and they read only that paraphrase but what i feel is represent uh, the design at least in a minimal way maybe one image or a short video about the page um, nowadays as i told people are more likely to hear than reading it right uh, 
if you have such thing on website um, i think um, it goes viral like it is going viral on social yeah yes like today we are doing podcast it is very uh, easy to hear that instead of just uh, typing an article about myself <laughs> or about marketing it's easy for them to just listen right like that yeah but uh, from a corporate standpoint do you think uh, they uh, you know let's like big corporation uh do you think they still emphasize so much on their websites as much they are emphasizing on uh, their social media pages or their youtube channels and uh, uh, all those things no one is actually concentrating on their websites like they are doing it on other sources but it is highly important to concentrate on website first and then the social media or anything well, that's what i feel uh because yeah it's maybe long term uh, thing with seo but for sure it will have results even if it is a long term with yeah so when we are speaking long term how long can it be there and in these uh when this when we mentioned this long term how consistent do we have to be in you know putting putting the work in to develop the website so it completely depends on the keywords that we are using if we are using the keywords with less competition then it's likely to be 3 to 4 months if we are using a medium level competition keywords it's likely to be 6 to 9 months then if we are using high volume keywords it takes more than a year sometimes it may take 2 years also if we never know so but it will be definitely more than a year if we are striving for that keywords i what i sort of observed you know like uh, when social media promotions you know they are there and when influencers put their uh, uh when they promote basically a product they will be like there's a link in my bio you can just go and buy so there is there is there are products which are listed in amazons then there are products which are listed in their website so i feel there's a bigger game for them in their website and i feel that it's necessary for them to actually focus on their website more than you know just listing out on the product on amazon and just forgetting it i think a lot of work if it's there uh, i feel it's most important for your you know business to develop it in that way with amazon um, and the links that influencers are promoting it's always they are doing the kind of affiliate marketing so it's free for anyone you can go register and submit application in amazon affiliate you can generate links oh many people don't know this actually yeah <laughs> yeah so it is very easy if if you have a blog just go and uh, um submit a request on amazon they'll check the blog and they'll approve even if you have a youtube channel just submit go and submit that you will promote amazon products on your channel it, it is something very easy to get approved and um, amazon only provide you with the short links to promote just take the link and um, paste it on your social handle if anyone buys it amazon has a dashboard where it shows Okay, these many purchases happened, and this is going to be your revenue in the next month. Uh, but uh, what I feel is, people have also started their websites because uh, they don't want to uh, put their priority only on one product or two product to track, right? If they have a website, they are also doing um, some drop shipping kind. If you know, uh, they does the same with Amazon, they does the same with Flipkart, they does the same with Mintra. uh so there are plenty of brands that are providing affiliates uh, there is something called acaro.in where you can paste it cart link it will give a short link if someone buys it you will get some commission 5% or 10% so if it is with multiple affiliates it's good to have a website so that uh it's very easy for you to track and uh, everything but if it is only with amazon i prefer you doesn't have to have a website even if you have a channel or anything just good to uh, start that's it you know being in the industry like when people want to enter into the industry what they say is there's a lot of creativity involved fun fun job definitely job is a lot of fun when compared to somebody who's working in finance who is working in creative aspects there's a lot of fun and there's adrenaline rush so people tend to see those aspects so what would you like to suggest for the youngsters who are entering into the marketing field what would you you know have sort of tell them that you know what these are the things you should you know uh, be prepared for for the marketing industry okay so for a graduate um let's say if, if a graduate has done instrumental engineering in his btech uh it is hard for him to move to a computer science job maybe any software job or uh, software support job or anything but uh, for digital marketing it is no code thing it is easy to understand thing 
uh, and also something you can learn through your experimentations so that is why uh, people think digital marketing getting into digital marketing is easy uh, than getting into a software job because even after getting i mean let's say if you got a software job after doing a lot of hard work uh, there also there is a lot of learnings you need to do with the code everything digital marketing is something what i love the most is no code zero logics in mind it doesn't have to think analytically to write code anything uh, it has it just have uh, you just have to analyze what's happening you just need to put on the papers on what need to be done that's it yes so in a sort of way be willing to uh, use your brains in a creative aspect more than just mechanical anything on that yes uh, would you would you recommend any sort of skill sets or something that they have to possess or uh, you know like even before entering the market see i have people just running behind uh, digital marketing in shoots for just getting a certification into the digital marketing um i i'm a kind of person uh, i used to go to in shoots randomly uh, just to know what technologies there in the market i go with my sister for hadoop demo i have been with my other for graphic designer demo at mac in shoot time low so i used to go whenever there is a the latest technology in market i used to go and see how they are teaching and what is new in the market everything but what i found out from any institutes that are there in the market is they are training people but it always have been a theoretical way of doing it or they are asking students to work on their website so it's not something that i recommend just uh, just to spend like that okay they are allowing them to work on their website but without any guidance that just simply okay uh, in the class uh, the this topic is done just go ahead and try on the uh, website but not coming back saying this is what i tried and these are the doubts that i have got can you help me with that sir this is not happening i see this is just ending like okay just classes are done certificate uh, came that's it. so with digital marketing you will not survive if you are going for a theoretical way of learning it always has to be you you can create your own blog you doesn't have to ask someone to give access to their website it is, as i told it is very cheap uh, it can come to you with 10000 rupees if you are spending it 10000 rupees on course why can't you spend 1000 rupees on creating your own blog just start with one um, start experiment watch videos do something and there are also groups where people can help you with your doubts everything right so that i can suggest people uh, not to blindly go with a theoretical knowledge and uh, i mean people are in a fix that if i get certified i'll get a job it is not like that certification is not something that can uh, that can define your knowledge trying something on your Right, and showing it in interview. Hey, see, I tried this website, and I've uh, been doing stuff for months. So that can actually be plus mark in your resume, not something I did uh, my coaching in IIM. I did my coaching in IFI. It is not something like that. Uh, in our uh, last show, when we were talking to one of the guests, uh, she mentioned us that how important is having to you know have an internship done before you enter the field. because uh when you go and learn in uh, sort of schools and everything what you told you know just go and learn and sort of take notes and you just you know it it sort of uh fades away without any practical application to it so in internship uh, when she mentioned that you know there are people who are coming to me and be like you know you know what i want to do an internship just give me 30k in in the beginning of the month and uh, she was like why should i pay you 30k i'm giving you the job i'm making you learn the industrial uh, grade knowledge but this is what even the schools are doing but people are like then going there paying that sort of money and when they're coming here they're expecting a lot of money but the importance of internship is uh, truly unvalued uh, is one point that she mentioned which i feel is really important even in school that you're learning the same thing in internship also you're going to learn the same thing but there people will be like you know what they're just going to pay me something less but they underestimate the value that they learn you know when working with the northern industry professionals and that is something that that will be useful for them for the in a longer run i would like to say something because um, you are talking about a female i have heard people 
uh, I mean, I have had experience with my cousin sister only. She she was like a gold medalist and uh, she got plenty of offers when she got graduated. But she was like, what, they are paying me only 9 lakhs? No, not at all. That's not my worth. And after waiting for 2-3 years, again she joined in a job where they gave 3 lakhs. So, don't put that much overconfidence. I, I would say take the opportunity that you have today. If you lose it, you doesn't know what how tomorrow will be. And one more thing is uh, to be, I mean, in front of uh, all of you, I'm saying today, my first ever pay with digital marketing career is 8,333 rupees per month. It was my first ever pay, uh, honestly. And um, I, I did not feel bad starting with that amount. Uh, yes, I know that's pretty much low as a marketer and to serve in Bangalore that time. But my family, I mean, my brother, everyone, they said, if you have a lot of expenses, we will help you out. But you will not get an opportunity to learn. That was an on-job training that given. Uh, it was, a pra of course, practical learning if it is on-job training, right? So that's when it started. And today I'm sitting here as a digital marketing manager. It's not something... Uh, if I would have rejected that day, I'm not sitting here in front of you all today. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually a good point. I would have missed out if I had concluded. Yeah, we underestimate the value that we get to learn when we're working with the industry professionals. That that I've been, uh, I when she told me, I realized, like, yeah, that is actually true. When we base our worth on based on the amount that is being paid, and we undervalue the experience that we're gonna get. That's that's really that's really true. And with that, I'll uh, let you go. Thank you for coming on the show. And it's a Saturday and I appreciate all the things that you've told us about the SEO and everything. If you feel like we want to do this again, uh, we would be more than happy to have you on the show once again. Sure, maybe next time with a new ultimate topic, we will do it for sure, Dikshit. Uh, I had a pleasure of having uh, Doing this, this is my very first thing as I told you and uh, it was my pleasure. <laughs> Yes, thank you. You were absolutely fantastic with everything. Thank you for tuning in to the Marketeers podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a rating and review. This helps us reach more listeners and bring you more great content. And don't forget to follow us on social media for even more insights and updates. Until next time, this has been the Marketeers Podcast.